2: The companion podcast to HBO Max's The Murders at White House Farm is an investigation of what really happened in the words of those close to the brutal case. Listen to The Murders at White House Farm, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org.
3: www.caringplace.org.
4: Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett.
5: Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place and have been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida since 1922. Good morning again. Happy Mother's Day. I'm Ron Brumman. I happen to be the president uh, here at the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers, and today is a very special day for all of our wonderful moms uh, we have over 35 mothers and their children in our centers in Miami and Hollywood. They're going to have. They've already had a very special weekend, even with the virus uh, containment and the quarantine still going on in so many different areas. Uh, we are really sh- rolling out the red carpet for our moms and letting them know that there's a, a better life for them in the future. You know, many of our moms that come to our centers uh... if you're a first time listener to our program we work with the homeless and needy and we deal with people from all walks of life all face but many of the women that come to us are fleeing domestic violence uh... they've had some really bad episodes in their life and they've got children in tow and they need a not more than just a place to stay for a while they need a, a reset in their life and so we're we're helping them attain that we're going to help them with their problems counseling mental illness uh, bringing up the children, parenting classes, finance classes, getting a job, keeping a job and then ultimately we want them to find their own place that is safe and affordable. And while they're in our centers and it's been very, very tough, especially for our moms that have school-aged children, uh, we're doing our very best to have the, make sure that they have a wireless connection and being able to go to school, but it's just different and it's very difficult and and the children, are they have special needs in many cases too and they just don't have the one-on-one oversight of, of the teaching system uh, that they really need at times when they go to school. So uh, in the meantime, when there's opportunity to bless them, to bring a smile on their face, uh, get some family portraits, give them some nice gifts, and, and that's what we wanna do. So we've been doing it all weekend long today today's a very special day also, and even in our own lives. You know, I don't know about you, if your mom's still alive, uh, if she's deceased, but our moms are the, really the backbones of our families. Uh, they're the ones that have always there for us when we're, when we're being raised up and when we're coming up. And they're the silent heroes that so many people uh, often overlook and today is a very special day to honor them. So we have a special campaign, by the way, you can still help our moms in distress, our moms that are working through our program, our moms that are fighting uh, through this coronavirus pandemic uh, by going to our website at caringplace.org slash moms. That's caringplace.org slash moms. You can make a, a gift there, $35, $1 for each of the women that are in our program or more. And that will help not only for Mother's Day, but you know we are we're not crying broke we're not passing the hat but as many other organizations many businesses throughout America a lot of nonprofits, uh, the financial toll of this virus is just almost incalculable uh, as you look you know how far is this gonna go how long is it gonna go uh, in the past two weeks or so we're trying to slowly uh, restart the economy, restart businesses but people still uh, have they have gloves on you know that you you have a restaurant, but you only can serve half the number of people. How do you work that out? Uh, you have a salon, you only can see so many people and for us we our our numbers in our buildings are slightly down because we haven 't been able to take new people into our programs but we 're we 're now slowly starting to take the homeless that are unsheltered and put them into our programs but there's a protocol a whole new thing has to go through you know you want to get them medically cleared as best you can Uh, the thermometer test you want to get them seen by a physician you don't want to bring someone who's sick into a a population that's vulnerable to begin with and then that can spread through your entire centers and we have uh, between both centers it's over 600 men women and children that are residing in the centers, and then we're serving another 200 to 400 people every day in our Miami center. They're unsheltered, but we're taking care of their food, at least they're getting a meal from us, There's sanitizer stations outside, and there's some porta uh, but we just can't take everybody in. So we're working with all the county agencies, both in Broward and Miami, Uh, they've done such a tremendous job in in uh, helping the homeless helping the agencies get through this providing some relief once in a while you know getting some sanitizers getting some masks and uh, just really joining together to to battle this invisible uh, foe and so that's why we need your help and so when you go to our website you make a gift for moms or even for our virus uh, special virus campaign that will help not just today but into the future and we're looking in the summer You know, how long is this really gonna be? I'm sure you're thinking of that too. Uh, You know, what's gonna happen in the fall? What's gonna happen with our schools? There's a lot of unknowns out there. And yet, we still continually have the homeless. And for us, I really believe with the forbearance in the mortgage market, with people not able to pay their bills, uh, there's always people that are on the cusp of being homeless. And already we've seen through our website and through our contacts and through our emails, There's a lot of people out there that are looking for a place to stay, even temporarily, because they know that they're not going to be able to afford where they are. Uh, They've they've lost their job and their unemployment benefits are going to cease. Uh, Some did not, weren't able to get unemployment benefits. Some are not going to go back to the jobs they had previously because their businesses have shut down. And so this is really going to be uh, such an impact in the fall that our services are probably going to need it even more than ever. Uh, And not just our centers, but other providers that are taking care of those that are unsheltered and and doing something uh, more than just having someone come in for a night, but actually helping that person get back on their feet. And that's that's been our model for 98 years is that, yes, you can feed somebody, you can give somebody a place to sleep. But does that really change them? Does that get does that prepare them to become successful for the world? And so all of our centers. Uh, have so many different classes counseling, education, computer literacy, uh, addiction recovery, as I said, uh, parenting, better parenting, financial classes, job seeking, job keeping your job, how to keep your job. And we have uh, places that people that actually serve as they're going through the programs. And they may work in our kitchen, they may go to uh, be in our custodial team, they may work in our guest services department, and they're not learning a skill as much as they're learning how the soft skills of keeping a job, uh, once they get a job, be on time, and be respectful, be self-motivated, You know, follow directions, punch in and punch out, that kind of a thing, but they can stay on the job once they get a job. And one of our, our greatest areas of need is our thrift store. Uh, We have a thrift store located 8700 Northwest 7th Avenue. Uh, It's a great store. It is jam-packed of beautiful clothing and vintage clothing, knickknacks, furnishings, just about anything. And I have a saying here, if you need something, just wait until the trucks come in. Because if you need something in your center... Uh, bedding or furniture or clothing it'll probably show up and 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 it's, it's great but that store was closed down for a long time we're just starting to reopen that we're doing it with abundance of caution we're following all the safety protocols people have to have a mask to come in they're doing the social distancing we have so many stores now you have someone at the front of the store uh, how many can come in at one time so there's not a lot of people on the actual inside of the store but we, we rely on donations of the community. We'll come by and pick up your clothing, your furnishings, lawn furnishings, lawn equipment. We even take cars and boats and motorcycles and so on. And those items are either used directly in our centers, especially the clothing. We're serving you know 600 people a day. It's a lot of clothing and furnishings that we need. And then also some of the furnishings are earmarked for our graduates when they get ready to leave the program and they found their beautiful place that they're going to stay, their apartment or their home, then we're going to come alongside of them help them uh, put in their couch and their bed and their dining room set and and dishes and all those kind of things, a starter kit. So when they get in, they, they not, not only have they paid their first and their last security, but now they have a fully- uh, furnished apartment where they don't have to go out and worry about how am I going to get my money to buy those kind of items. So that's another uh, really plus when you give to us and donate to us. So you can help us by going to caringplace.org. That's caringplace.org/pickup. And what a great time. We call it spring cleaning with a purpose. Recycle your your and repurpose your items. Uh, gently used items to please don't give us junk and we'll put them in our stores we'll sell them uh, for a profit to help pay for our programs and we'll also be uh, helping people being trained and getting a job and keeping a job well god bless you again happy mother's day to you it's a very special day and stay tuned right here on news radio 610 wiod for more mission possible
6: Well, it's so wonderful in our program to be able to talk to people in the community that are certainly making a difference, and especially during uh, this crisis time where we're all learning to do things differently, uh, practicing the social distancing, being very clean. And I have the wonderful privilege of having two wonderful men uh, with us, and we're doing this by phone remotely, So we are practicing social distancing as well. I have with me today William Quigley. He is the president and CEO of Cutter's Edge. And uh, I know that you hear him so much on the radio. And uh, I can say I've met him in person and he is just as wonderful as he sounds on the radio and also joining with him today is uh, someone that he knows very well is Ben Feldman and he is the president and CEO of Green Thumb Lawn and Garden so welcome gentlemen uh, to be able to come and we can all talk together today
2: well thank you for having us on this is uh, William Quigley, and I really appreciate you uh, you're, you're giving us this opportunity.
6: Well, William, I got to meet you a little more than a year ago, and it was at the outreach when we were out on the street um, on Good Friday, and uh, we had hundreds and thousands of people that we were feeding, and we had a remote out there with a radio station. And I got to meet you personally and your family and uh, was so impressed with your compassion and passion that you have not only for your own business and how you treat customers but also of giving back uh, to the community and you were part of that mm, radio share and then this just a few weeks ago uh, you participated again uh, when we did the radio share and you were one of the business sponsors that helped us meet our goal and we did end up uh with thirty thousand meals. So uh you know, it was getting a little bit uh we were all a little bit worried but uh we actually went beyond and uh, went beyond the goal that we were actually trying to meet. And uh you were a major player of that and now you have introduced us to another another wonderful person and business person in the community and that's Ben Feldman. So uh why don't you do a little bit more of that introduction.
2: Yeah I'll, I'll introduce Ben and, and Ben is uh I've, I've got an 18 year relationship with Green Thumb Lawn and Garden. It's actually, uh, where I, I started my, my first mower and, and, uh, they're just such great people down here and, uh, I probably wouldn't be as successful without them. And, uh, um, you know, I got really concerned this year for the Miami Rescue Mission, uh, knowing that the outreach was going to be so much different with this COVID-19, uh, pandemic we have. And so I reached out to some of the vendors and some of the suppliers that I use. And Ben was without doubt the first one that raised his hand and said, Hey, what can we do? How can we help the, uh, how can we help the Miami rescue mission? And, uh, and he jumped in. So I'll let Ben take over from there and, uh, and, uh, you know, explain why he jumped in and a little bit about his uh, organization. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, William. And, uh, hi, Marilyn.
7: Yes, hello, Ben.
6: So glad to, um, actually, we've kind of met on, you know, uh, on the phone now and through the radio. Eventually, when we get past this social distancing, we'll get to see each other. But you have been a blessing. And just talk a little bit about your philosophy in life and uh, through your business. And why do you care so much?
7: Sure, sure. I'll I'll just give uh, a quick 10-second background. So I I lead an investor group that bought. Green Dumb Lawn and Garden uh, this past January and we bought the business from an absolutely legendary family in the Florida landscaping outdoor power equipment dealership industry, uh, the Beasterfelds. And so uh, Green Thumb Lawn and Garden has has just been an absolute landmark um, here in Coral Springs for a long time. And and one of the hallmarks of of their business is giving back to the community. They've always done a lot of work with uh, local first responders, police, fire, uh, Parkland, City of Parkland, Parkland High School, um, philanthropy, and, and charitable organizations. So, uh, for for us coming in and taking over this business, that that was one of the many things that were very attractive to us about this business and and the way John and and family operate. And we knew we had to continue that legacy. So, uh, William is is one of our our great customers, and I had. The opportunity to meet him a couple of weeks ago he came in we had a long conversation about giving back and about everything going on and and he started telling me about the work he's been doing uh with the miami rescue mission and uh i it to me it sounded like a perfect opportunity uh for us to get involved us to help out and i'll just add real quick i lucky enough to have done some work with um the homeless veteran population mm-hmm. uh being a veteran myself it, it i get um i'm impacted pretty hard by by what's going on with our veterans community and uh, the issue of homelessness in that community so being able to to have an impact here uh... with with the homeless issue in south florida was was an added plus for me
6: well we really appreciate it so much and uh... when we get past this uh... crisis that we are in and we know that we are going to get past this you know there's been a lot of prayer Uh, going on here at the mission not only for um, our residents but donors have been calling in i've been praying with them and uh, we we've actually asked god to just put that hedge of protection um, around those that are here and the and the ones that stand along uh, beside us and so we're so appreciative um of people like you who really i say put the uh, pedal to the metal um they they don't just talk the talk but they walk the walk and and i so appreciate that Uh, we are continuing to serve um, the homeless here in our centers and our different campuses over 600 men women and children residential and uh, also the outside homeless Uh, We've even been able to pass out the masks, (laughs) along with the food and the water and uh, the things that we're giving to them. But, you know, uh, Ben and William, we couldn't do this without people like you who have come alongside. And and I also look at at your business's model and think, you know, hey, there's possible jobs there. And as people graduate the program, uh, maybe there'll be some link up there of even getting jobs. So um, it is amazing having you come alongside in so many different ways.
2: Well, and we, we do appreciate it. And, and I'm sure Ben uh, has, will express this also. You know, yeah, we're always open to finding good people. And, you know, and if somebody comes out of your program and they have the skill sets that we're looking for, we, you know, both be very open to uh, interviewing them and giving them an opportunity to join our organizations and then, you know, obviously be able to mentor them um, if they were able to come into our organizations. So I think that the, at least on my part, um, Ben, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. No question. So Marilyn if, if you
7: do have some um, individuals graduating and, and are, you know, looking for their next opportunity, we would, um, we would love to talk and, and see what we can do. We're lucky. We've been lucky enough to be able to, to stay open and stay healthy through this Pandemic, And I think it's another way we can get back, but also help our business by finding some great people. So on board 100%.
6: And that's good to hear that you're able to still continue to operate. I know you have employees that you worry about and you want to keep them employed. And uh, I know that you've had to change your practice maybe just a little bit, but being able to go ahead and continue your business, I know that's a a big deal right now
2: yeah it, it it's it's more than a a little bit and um, you know we've had to uh, set up you know where uh, the employees entering the uh, facility have to take their temperature uh, each and every morning we had to you know just like everybody else find ppe's uh which is personal protection equipment for them uh, to be able to wear and operate uh, our business um i'm i'm here at green thumb uh today and uh, they've done a, a phenomenal job setting up a uh, you know, counter space where it's six feet uh, well, of William, I, so I'm just going to,
6: because we're, you know, talking online like yeah. this, we can't see each other. I want both of you to give your websites because we're at the end of our time so people oh, can sure, find absolutely. you. Oh, sure, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So my website is CuttersEdgePro.com, or they can call 954-472-0622. And go ahead, Ben, put yours out there.
7: Yeah, yeah sure. So we are uh, www.green.com thumb mowers.com. that's mowers plural so green
6: well i i encourage those that are listening let's support people like you and if you didn't get any of that information you can always uh, come to me here at caringplace.org and i'll be happy to pass that information thank you william thank you ben for all you're doing for the community
4: Leanne Navarro here, the Community Development Associate for the Miami Center. I'm excited to have in the studio a uh, an organization called BACA, Bi- Bikers Against Child Abuse. Welcome to the show, guys. This is my first time interviewing you guys, and I love everything you do. I can't wait for you guys to tell our listeners what you guys are doing. And we have in the studio today uh, the Vice President Boomer. Welcome. Hi, thanks. Thank you so much. And then we have Pooch, the Secretary for the organization. So... Uh, whoever wants to jump in, tell me about backup. Who are you guys? What do you guys do? Um,
0: so, we're a 501c3, uh, it's an international uh, charitable organization. <clears throat> so, we're not an MC, we're, we're, we're not a gang, but we, we kind of use the trappings. Uh, so, uh, we've got 300 chapters in 23 different countries, uh, with I think nine additional countries uh, coming online scheduled for sometime this year. Uh, and we're the Miami iteration of that, uh, so we we're, we're, we go by Sawgrass, we're the Sawgrass chapter, uh, and we cover everywhere from West Palm Beach all the way down to Key West. Uh, and you're is, all bikers? And we're all bikers. Right? <laughs> How
4: many That's... in Miami, more or less? Enough. <laughs> Enough. Enough, I love it. <laughs> now, so what do you do exactly?
1: So we, we uh our main mission is, uh, is mainly to uh, empower children not to live in, uh, in fear in the world in which they live in. So uh, as our name states, bikers against child abuse. And abuse comes in many forms. Yes. Uh, it could be mental, sexual, physical, uh, so many things happening. And so many of these things are happening every day. And, and our mission is just to, to do what we can and, uh, and empower these children not to live in fear in that world. And I don't know how it works, but it does. Once we come into the the mix and we find a a situation that that fits our mission, and we're able to uh, help this child, uh, they, it it just, it works. When they see uh, bikers come, 25, 30 bikes show up on- Into their lives. (laughs) Into their lives. All the bikers, at first they're a little reserved, all these biker gals and guys, because we don't yeah. just have guys in our you in our organization. We have amazing. men and women. That's uh, amazing. And it's where women play a very important role, because as you you know, you never know how, what kind of abuse this child had gone through and who the perpetrator might have been. So when we show up and do what we call a, a, a level one interaction, where we bring the child into our organization if they fit the the, the mission. Um, it At first, they're very shy, very reserved. They're hiding behind the parent or the guardian. And as we start doing our little they open uh, ritual, <laughs> they they just open up. And uh, I kid you not, I don't know how it works, but it does. And it's hard for us to say we're going in. Our ritual usually takes about um, an hour, we kind of schedule. Uh, and it's hard to leave. The children don't want to see us leave, but they they, they just... They get their own,
4: and I can only imagine that you go without a plan. I mean, because you don't know what to expect. No, we we
1: have a plan. We, we, this, this stuff is not just fly by night type situation. Uh, We, we have protocols that go into place. We have. Things we do to prepare to make sure that it's safe environment. But then, of
4: course, depending on the situation, you yeah. have to kind of like tweak it or correct change it or the approach. I'm, I'm sure is different for every child. Correct. Um, that that's amazing. Now, I know you told me off the air that you guys work with referrals and things like that. So, how do you how are you connected with these children?
0: Um. So, uh, so for us, uh, it, it really is all about the referrals. Like, that's we, we do the, you know, an agency contact or an agency presentation where we come and, you know, we have the advantage to talk to someone and tell them what we do and kind of the mission we fill and, and, and the role that we, uh, that we take. And, you know, like we said, we, we do have a very specific mission uh, with. You know, dealing specifically with uh, abused children that are in the court systems uh, and, and helping them through that.
4: Um, our listeners are always looking for organizations like ours, like yours. So, how can they find you, in order to help you, whether it's with time or monetarily speaking? How can they find backup?
1: So, locally, uh, we are the Sawgrass chapter. Um, our PO box is four three two five five five. South Miami, Florida, 33243. Um, You can go online to bacaworld.org. That's the international site. Click on chapters. And you can find us there as well sawgrass chapter in miami
4: thank you so much guys i cannot thank you uh bikers against child abuse Becca. i mean i hope i can have you in the show again in the near future thank you so much again for sharing this with us thank today. you for
1: allowing us to be here Thanks. Thanks. thank you
4: well it's always a pleasure to come to the part
6: of the program where we get to interview people that are actually going through life change and you know, I have a lot of testimonies that are, once again, I'm so privileged to have one of our women that's willing to tell her story. It's a little bit harder sometimes for the women to do that. I think they're a little shyer. and uh, But it's a, it's a real privilege for me to welcome Yannick to the program. Thank you for being with us today, Yannick. Thank you. Well, uh, Yannick, uh, I just want to say that I've actually watched your graduation at the Center for Women and Children where you did a beautiful Levitical dance. Um, It it seemed like you had done that your whole life. You're very, very talented. I always want our audience and our supporters and the people who listen to our programs know that our men, women, and children that come into our centers are very talented, and you are one of those. Will you share... A little bit of your story prior to coming to the uh women and children's Center, and what actually actually brought you to us.
3: what got me here was i um was a very disobedient child, as people would say, but I don't see it as I was, but everyone was there, so I guess I was um not listening to my mom, always had an opinion on whatever that she had to tell me, which wasn't right, as I see now. But and by me not agreeing with what my mother used to tell me, I used to run away and go from house to house, from different family houses to different friends that really wasn't my friend. Found myself going to my children's father and thought that we could live a happy life, have children, have our own house, cars, money, just live a fantasy life. But it was all a dream. And as I can see now, it really wasn't what I thought it was. Eventually went to his mother's house and we got into a lot of disagreements. Even at my mother's house, we got into a lot of, a lot of disagreements and she just wasn't with it. And I, I truly understand why because nobody want no fussing and fighting going on in their house. So she ended up putting us out when I had my second child and I was looking for a place to stay and it hurt it so bad because I called my mother and the first thing I got was a no. I called friends who I thought, well, that was there for me. And I got a no. And it hurted me. Like, how could you do this to me? And I thought you was a friend. I, how could you do that? And you was my mother. But I had to realize it was what I did. And I went to the hat after that. And they finally told me yes. After all the calling and all the searching, driving around, they told me yes. And I was at the hat. Was I happy? Of course not but it was a place to stay for me and my children when i had my last child they finally told me i had to go it it because where was i supposed to go i had no money i couldn't call my children's father or depend on my mother so i asked god i said lord please show your face please show your face and eventually he did out of nowhere the green shirts came to pick me up and drop me off to the miami rescue mission when i looked at the place i said lord this is not where i wanted to be but when I came here, I said, Lord, this is the place for me. And I truly appreciate this place every day because it changed me from who I was to who I am now. I'm a great mother of three little children, had my children back to back. It's hard, but I asked, Lord, God, please give me strength. And every day, he surely do give me strength. And I thank him for that every day.
6: Well, Unique, we want to hear more. And we're going to pick up this story in just a moment. But you've been very I guess forthright, I mean, just so honest and uh, in telling your story. I know it takes a lot of courage. Please, if you're listening to Yannick's story, please don't turn that dial. She's going to come back, and she's going to follow up where where she is now and what she aspires to be. We'll be back with you in just a moment. Well, we're speaking to Yannick, and she is uh, telling her story very uh, openly about in the very beginning she's young and there was she feels in her heart a lot of disobedience in her own family to her mother and to her family and then so quickly becoming a mother and then experiencing not having the support really from the father of your children and maybe we can just pick up the story right there before we go into where really your transition um, talk about that, that feeling as a mom and a wife Of maybe not having that support from uh, your husband
3: I mean it's a real bad feeling Because in the beginning you would think And have a dream and have a vision That it's all going to be good And we're going to be a, this happy family Like happily ever after Until years and days and time goes by When he get entertained by life Going to clubs, want to drink and smoke and etc And as a woman a mother a wife it's not right because we made this child together we made these children together and you need to step up be a father help out with me because it's hard as a young mom I want to live life as well but I can't why because I have children I don't regret them I'm thankful for them because God has blessed me with them and it's the reason that they're here and I just pray for him I hope he get it together but if not whatever God will it is what it is at the end of the day I just have to do my part because I am still a mother at the end of the day
6: well you uh, one of the last things you said before our break was I'm a good mother and that's a great thing to be able to feel that that you know now that you are being a good example and you are uh, really pouring into your children tell us about maybe that transition moment maybe it wasn't a moment maybe it was a period of time as you were at the center for women and children where in the beginning you didn't like being there it was was just seemed like the end of the world but what happened that really started to
3: change you while you were there well like you said in the beginning it I didn't like it it was hard for me I I didn't want to be there another day. I was fed up. I was angry. I was mad with everybody and everything. But what really changed me was once I joined the Alpha program. I didn't want to do it, but something told me to do it. So I was like, I'm going to just do it and see how how it turns out to be. Once we got into the program, we was talking about relapsing, about how we give God something, and we take it right back. And that's something I didn't want to do to God because when He give me something, He don't always take it back. It's all it's mine, so I don't want to do Him like that. And it taught me how to be a Proverbs 31 woman, and I, I'm thankful for that because I want I always wanted to know how I should live my life as a woman, as a wife, and as a mother. In that verse, if I could read it all day, I can because that that's going to teach me how to live my life daily, and not just daily, but as a child of God. And I'm thankful for, for the Miami Rescue Mission because it truly changed me from being an angry person, uh, a fed-up person with, with life, period, to the point where I wanted to give up. Mm-hmm. But the Miami Rescue Mission changed me, changed my whole life, changed my whole mindset, changed everything about me, and I'm truly thankful. Well, we, I got to
6: actually come to your graduation where, we, um, where you and some other women were graduating together. And I wish that I could, I know this is radio, people can't see you, but I wish I could just give a quick video of, of your dance uh, that you did at that. You're so talented. Um, it was just amazing. And I could just see that something inside of you has taken hold where you are a purposeful a woman a purposeful mother now you have purpose and you can see that in the dance that you have purpose and uh, we know that you're going to do great things so what is your ultimate goal as we close
3: I mean hopefully my ultimate goal is okay to get a job to be able to support my children so I won't have to depend on a man or to depend on a shelter or to depend on no one anymore and to not get a no from no one so that my children could always have and hopefully finish school because I only have five more credits. I know God will help me make it, and I'm not going to give up. Well, we hope uh, that
6: you'll be praying for Yannick as uh, she furthers her goal and her future. We need prayer here um, at the Miami Rescue Mission, Uh, whether it be the Center for Women and Children or the Men's Center. uh, We do covet your prayers, and uh, we want you to know that we need your help. And always thank you very, very much for sharing your story.
5: Well, what a great testimony from Unique. You know, that is the highlight of this program. We can talk about all the things that are happening in the community, how we're fighting the uh, COVID-19 virus, how we're serving the homeless, how we're working with other agencies and other groups. But when it really comes down to what does it mean? How does it impact someone's life? And today is Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to everyone. I'm sure people are thinking of their moms. We have over 35 moms in our centers in Hollywood and Broward. Uh, It's a very special time for them. We are making it as special as we can, even though they're in in a homeless center uh, and they're going through this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, We want them to know that they're loved, that the community cares about them. Many of these women have come from um, domestic violence backgrounds, have been abused horribly, beaten. Uh, and not just beaten physically, but beaten emotionally and spiritually and, and uh, in so many different ways. And they're making a comeback in life. We're here to help them and support them. Not just give them a place to, to live for a while, but to actually ins- help to inspire them and to help build their skill set up so that when they get out, uh, they make better choices in life. They're better moms. They're better people in general. And they, they're happier. You know, they're they're more fulfilled in their life. You can help us. Uh, with our moms, not just for today, but throughout the entire year, by going to caringplace.org/moms. That's caringplace.org/moms. Uh, for $35, that's one dollar for each of the moms that are in our centers. Uh, you can help change a life, and not only for today, because there is a, a great outcry among our, our nation because of the virus. People are losing their jobs. They're going into forbearance in their homes. Uh, they're looking for food. They're looking, and a lot of people, I think, are going to become homeless or near homeless uh, because of this uh, terrible pandemic. You know, people can only stay out of work for so long and draw on employment before that ceases. Some businesses are just not going to come back. Some some businesses will come back, but they only have half their staff. And so we're, we're thinking maybe in the fall that our services are going to be needed more than ever. And you can help others today by going to caringplace.org slash moms uh help us help moms and their families or kids not just for today but out through the entire year and then a great way and maybe you don't have any funds to give right now but there's another great way that you can volunteer and help us right from your home and we call it spring cleaning with a purpose. Uh you know people during the spring time they usually go through their closets, they look through the living room, they go through the belongings and they start paring down, they start getting rid of things and it's not just about going out and replacing them. Sometimes you just want to clean house. And you say, you know, I've got too much clutter. I've got too many things. I want to I want to pare down. Well, you can do spring cleaning with a purpose. You can repurpose and recycle your gently used items. And we have trucks that will come out and pick these items up at your home. We'll do it very with abundance of caution. Um, many of our donors are simply just bagging up their clothes and bagging up their belongings or putting their belongings on the porch. Uh, we're in contact with you, we'll come by, we'll pick them up if you don't want to be seen or be bothered or have any contact whatsoever. Uh, of course, we have our mask on and, and, and our practicing safe standards, but we'll pick those items up and we'll leave you a tax deductible receipt at your at your home there. Or you can drop them by one of our centers. Now for that, go to caringplace.org slash pickup, caringplace.org slash pickup. And again, you, you go through your closets. Uh, maybe you have three sets of clothes like I do you know when I was skinny and what I'm wearing now and when I was real fat so so you maybe say I'm gonna get rid of some of these clothes uh, men's clothes women's clothes children's clothes your shoes and then items in your home maybe you have just too much stuff and go through your garage and it's a good time to clean it out we don't want junk we don't want things that are Uh, that need to be taken to the trash because they actually cost us money but we'll use those items in our centers every single day and then those items that we can't use we will put them in our thrift store located at 8700 Northwest Seventh Avenue and we'll use to sell those items and that produces income for our program so it's a win-win for everybody either help us with our moms or help us with your goods well, God bless you. Happy Mother's Day again, and stay tuned next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible.
0: You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news. On Mission Possible.